Thanks for listening to Marketing B2B Tech, the podcast from Napier where you can find out what really works in B2B marketing today. Welcome to the latest episode of Marketing B2B Technology, the podcast from Napier. Today, I'm talking to Chris Newton, who's the Vice President of Marketing and Business Development at Intellimize. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Hey, Mike. So happy to be here today. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Do you want to um, give me a little bit of background about your career, You know what, what you've been doing in the past and uh, how it's led to you joining Intellimize? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, maybe took a little bit of an unusual path to get here. I started as an engineer in college, went and flew planes for the Navy for a while, went to business school and somehow ended up in marketing where I uh, have worked at a number of organizations leading marketing at you know startups exactly. Uh, in the sales compensation space, most recently at Influitive prior to Intellimize, we're building out customer communities and uh, excited to come to Intellimize a little over a year ago. Uh, was really drawn to the opportunity by the people that were here. Really, the founders are so impressive and, and their leadership and team and vision. Uh, I was thinking about who do I want to spend every day with, solve problems with, and you can really I guess optimize your career around the paycheck or, or how you want to feel every day and, the, and, the, and those folks were people I wanted to, to, to join this company and build it up with. Um, and the second thing was really about the product itself is unlike anything I'd seen and solved a core problem that I had experienced firsthand as a marketer, uh, which you know was so compelling and so when you see customers getting value out of it, it resonates with you. I, and you know I'd never seen a MarTech solution before that was actually showing somebody the uh, incremental dollar value like what have you done in the last 30 days how much money is this worth to my organization huge numbers right at the top of the main dashboard it was really cool i felt like this was the the start of something new and i wanted to see uh how i could be a part of it so that's how i ended up at intellimize and have been here a little over a year like i said awesome so you've you've swapped a, a fighter jet cockpit for uh, a marketing dashboard I'm, I'm not sure that's uh that's necessarily a move up and exciting is it <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a different kind of exciting, I guess, right? Um, I was actually flying P3s, so we were chasing submarines back when there used to be a lot more submarines to chase. Wow. Oh, that's cool. But but now you've you've moved into website optimization. I, I mean, that's not necessarily an area people um, get too excited about. I mean, what, why does that excite you? What do you think is, uh, is uh, new and different about it? Well, I think marketers spend so much time and money thinking about, hey, how are we going to run programs that reach out to people and we're going to get people to come to the website and we're going to do ABM campaigns that get people to come to the website and we're going to do, you know, paid ads and spend all this money that get people to come to our landing pages. And that's good. But like we're thinking about this all the time and I, I feel like some of the incremental gains that can be had there, you know, maybe harder to come by than what if we just focus on the website and those landing pages? There's a huge opportunity to improve the experience, the engagement, and the conversions on the site, right? There's a meaningful business value if you get more of the people that are already on your site to do the things you want them to do, to convert in the ways you want them to convert. And maybe that's a, a purchase of something in a shopping cart and checkout, or maybe it's a sign up for a free trial or download some content or engage uh, you know, with if they, uh, a subscription to your newsletter. Um, if you only raise those conversions by a few percentage points, and, and as our customers have seen on average, like 46% can you know, dramatically drive business results. 
you can have a real meaningful impact and change what you're doing. So all of those efforts, everything that you're focusing on to get people to the website is now worth a lot more than it was before. So that's why this area is so exciting to me. So 46% is a, a huge number, but I mean, traditionally, I guess it's been done by A-B testing and, and that's that's a hard grind. I mean, I saw on the website, I think you said this This is actually something you came up with, was was this comment, friends don't let friends run A-B tests. I mean, I love the thought of not having to run A-B tests anymore, but can you explain how you optimize without running uh, A-B tests manually? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was having a bit of fun with that headline, I have to say, and it's one of a dozen or so that are running on the site right now. We're, of course, optimizing and measuring and see what, what works or what makes sense. There's a couple other fun ones, you know, you know, stop A-B testing like it's 2012 is another that I like a lot. Um, you know, there's no doubt experimentation is good, right? And I've spent so much time in my career, probably guilty is the right word to use, feeling guilty about not running more A-B tests. There's, there's so much work though. And they're so slow and they're so limiting in what you can actually test. And so it always just kind of got to be a lower priority. And, and what we're talking about, friends don't let friends run A-B tests, with machine learning, we have a far better way to run a lot more experiments and get a lot more value. It's less work for the marketing team. Um, the results are gonna come in faster. The results they're gonna end up with are gonna be better. So, you know, I would say anybody still doing A-B testing, they're just, they're wasting their time. They're settling for less, you know, that friends can't allow it <laughs> the way I see it, right? Um, so that's how I got with that headline. Uh, and, and I think that, uh, Sure, it's meant to be a little bit provocative. People are thinking about, well, I should be doing more experimentation. Absolutely, I don't want to say that's not it, but hey, there's better ways than than A/B testing. That's that's awesome. I love the idea of it being faster, better, and also less painful. That that sounds great. Um, so, if someone was using a telemise to to optimize, say, their homepage or a landing page, um, how would they go about it? I mean, what's the process um, if it's simpler than A-B testing. I mean, what are you doing as a marketer? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, we have a, uh, a weekly meeting with every one of our customers. So maybe we just start, you know, talking about it from that standpoint. So as we sit down, we've got a conversion rate optimization expert meeting with our client and we'll talk to them about their, their website or their landing pages. And we'll say, hey, what are, what are you experiencing today? What's, um, you know, what kind of results are you getting? What are you trying to do? And and let's talk about uh, programs or campaigns or things you might be running that are important context for, you know, some of the messaging and copy might, we might want to test or experiment with instead of what's there on the base site today. And we'll bring in some ideas from things that we've seen work on other sites. So it sort of starts with, a, you know, some ideation around um, what we want to get done. And, you know, through that process, we're identifying all these different things we want to test and establishing what are the goals of testing it. And we feed those into uh, the Intellimize platform. And we actually have uh, web development resources that help people code these things up so you don't have to rely on, you know, your own dev organization or, or client team to do that. We, we, can, um, we can make that come to life for you and, and clients actually, you know, you've met one week, you've picked five ideas that you want to have, you know, on the website, they come back, you know, either before that they can log into the app or the next weekly meeting comes around, you can review it together and they get to look at in preview mode what each of these things is going to look like when it comes live on the site. And if they like it, they just click a button and now it's moved into rotation. And, and what Intellimize does with all these ideas is we run them in parallel. 
So even if you had a really simple, you know, page setup where you had four images and four headlines and four CTAs, and that was the only things you were doing, that's still 64 different possible page combinations that we can serve up, right? And we will look at the data for visitors that come in, you know, contextual data, behavioral data, maybe there's firmographic or demographic information that's available to, about them. And the machine is going to quickly learn with each visitor, each successive visitor to the site, which of these possible page combinations resonate the most and work the most in terms of driving conversions that are aligned to those goals that you set at the beginning. Uh, so the, you know, the simple way is come up with a bunch of ideas to test, let the system run a whole bunch of those in parallel and serve up the ones that are going to have the biggest impact. Um, and that's the way to, uh, to think about what we do. And so the, the system's handling all that complex maths to work out what's the best combination rather than testing each thing individually. It, it, it's doing simultaneous tests and then presumably some quite complex number crunching. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole category of work that we're used to with A-B testing around managing those tests and looking for statistical significance and, and waiting for that to play out. And, and you know, um, depending on the traffic to your site, that can take quite a while, sometimes you never get good results if the tests, if the, you know, the two things are, um, are, you know, similar in performance, you never get a clear winner. Uh, I think the advantages of our approach are that because we're optimizing each and learning with each visitor, we're able to start shifting traffic towards the ones, the ideas that are performing better and gaining more value for the organization without waiting. We don't have our bar that's quite as high. We don't have to answer what's best for everyone forever for always like that's what statistical significance is meant to tell you we're looking for what's best for this group you know this micro segment of people that have these characteristics really with you know our average customer they're testing 177 ideas 78 million different page combinations is what that turns into that's more possible segments than there are visitors to the site a lot of times right and so how we decide which of those are the appropriate things to show to the individual that's there, that's what the machine's doing for you. Um, and you can't manage that. There's no way to scale that if a, you know, with a human-led A-B testing. There's no way you can run those tests quickly enough and uh, completely enough to get the comprehensive experimentation at scale that, that this approach allows. That's, that's fascinating. I mean, you talk about all these tests that, that people are running simultaneously. I, I mean, obviously, if you're doing classic A-B testing, that would require incredible traffic volumes. I, I mean, presumably, you still need a, a pretty huge traffic volume for this, or am I wrong? Well, I think probably huge isn't the word, but let's talk numbers a little bit. We like to see, you know, a, a great place for us is if we've got a, a thousand uniques uh, a page you know in a, in a day or thirty thousand a month maybe if you're measuring monthly um that's a fantastic place for us to start uh, uh, a lot of great b2b sites that we work with you know are, are in that range or uh you know you don't necessarily need the huge consumer volumes uh consumer site volumes to to have this work it will work with lower volumes than that and i and some of our customers absolutely are a little bit lower than that it just takes a little bit longer it's always going to be faster than A-B testing. <laughs> I'll be clear about that. But um, it really may not take as much traffic as you think. But yes, it is helpful to have that baseline 30,000 page views a month and, and up. And that's uh, going to give the machine the kind of the right pace that it needs to, to learn and understand 
uh, and make those decisions in a way to, to drive really great results for your team. That, that's amazing. I mean, 30,000 page views is not a huge number for, for B2B. That You know, you can certainly clearly do things with a, a traffic level that, you know, sometimes you wouldn't get the A-B test result until the campaign's done, I think. Yeah, and like I, I said, we're working on on this a little bit. We were talking to people about it, and and the, the one of the marketers I was talking to, she, she looked at me. She's like, "Never, you never like it doesn't it doesn't give you an answer. I don't care how long you wait. Like you can't get a result." And that's what we're trying to, to fight against. How do we help people like that that have, you know, some traffic get better business results now? They can't wait for that test that that may never come through. Fascinating. So, so you're an interesting company, actually, because um, rather than selling marketing technology as a, almost a self-serve um, web-based product, you're selling that consultancy as well. I, I mean, is that because it, it's difficult to use and you need to support uh, customers or why do you provide the consultancy? Well, I think we have learned that um, there are some specific skills. So I, I, I don't know that it's overly complex although certainly the you know the web developers those guys don't find it complex but for me it might be pretty complex <laughs> if i tried to do that um but these are experts that really understand these things the intricacies of hey what's possible with you know conversion rate optimization what kind of experiences should we be thinking about what has worked in other situations like the nuances of how do you um optimize a shopping cart to you know, have that completion step that is you know so important to to make the actual purchase. They're going to have seen some of these things before and bring that kind of expertise. The reason that we incorporate our uh, offering with with both the platform and the services is we've seen that it drives far better results for our customers. We have this weekly cadence of meetings. There's always new ideas. Five a week coming into the system is the is the goal that we set um, with each client. And as the machine has more options or things that it might test and and work with, you're going to get better results. So if you learn this week, hey, we tried these five things. Two of them weren't any good. Two of them were pretty good. And, and one was fantastic. Let's take that one that was fantastic and let's come up with five new ideas like that. Right. And so it's that and, and those are going to take you even beyond where you you got to uh, the week before. And so it's that week in, week out, constant iteration improvement refinement like you don't get to the 46 percent on the first week that happens after you know we've worked through some cycles and some iterations and learned what is working for different groups and how do we um, set these things up and, and understand the types of changes that are really going to make an impact on the site and and because of the way we're able to work with websites really everything's up for grabs in a, in a lot of ways we uh had a recent webinar where uh, Sumo Logic as a customer were talking about things that they were doing on their pricing page, things that they were doing in the nav menu, changing the organizational nav structure, including pop-up um, uh, CTAs within the menu, all kinds of different ideas, whatever you think might make a difference to the customers, uh, that are the people that are interacting on your site and help them find what they need so that they might convert in the way you hope they do. Those are all things that, that we want to talk about and figure out how to test and see if those ideas are actually any good or not. That's amazing. I mean, it sounds very much like one of the conclusions, we ran a webinar recently about AI marketing, and we came to the conclusion that AI is not necessarily going to put us all out of a job, but it's going to make us all much, much better at our jobs. And I think, you know, you've almost got that combination of person and AI making a superhuman. 
Yeah, I mean, we like to say, I don't know that AI is going to push people out of their job. Um, what I do think is AI is going to make people much more effective. And we want to marry the humans and the things that they're so good at with the things that the the machine is good at. So that what's the machine good at? It's fantastic at testing all of these things and looking at all the nuances of the data that are available in the browser that it can use to determine who might see what and uh, build on that and, and refine all those ideas. Fantastic. It can run, like I said, you know, millions of page combinations and keep that all straight. People can't do that. But what people can do is come up with the next creative idea. They can write that ad copy. Um, and we don't want to hand over uh, the, the creative decisions uh, that may, uh, you know, to the machine because the people are so good at that. But companies have invested a lot to establish these brands and they've marketers are creative on how to build on that brand and how to, how to engage their audience. And if I'm marketing to a marketer, something that's maybe slightly cheeky, like friends don't let friends run A-B tests <laughs> could work well, but that might not be the exact thing I want to try if I'm, you know, selling to other uh, types of buyers that, that don't appreciate that in the same way, right? There might be something else for the persona that we're trying to reach there that's going to be different. And that's what the humans bring to it, that, you know, the humanity married with what the machine can do that gets us the best result. Interesting. And I guess... Um... Sometimes you can have the humans having ideas of what would work better, and, and actually, it turns out that um, they're wrong. I mean, do you have any any examples of of insights you've had from uh, the system that have been either surprising or you know perhaps changed the way you approach things? Um, well, I think <laughs> we're often wrong. A lot of things that we try don't work. Um, but you know, one of the things that was kind of most surprising to me is actually that it's so, there aren't a lot of universal truths. Maybe there's a few, but a lot of times um, things are so different in different situations. We had a, uh, uh, one of our customers from RB was speaking, Rekha Benkaiser was speaking about the work she's doing with Durex and Scholz. And she said that, you know, we're dealing with, you know, France, uh, Europe and, and the UK and German markets uh, and different websites for each. And she was saying that pretty much anything that works in the UK will not work in France. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not going to work there. The buyers are different. They look at the site differently. They have different things. And so you have to understand um, you may have a hypothesis. That's where you always want to start. But you have to understand that what you think of as best practice or something that's proven and we just know this works, um, we can apply it in different contexts and even for the same brand just changing that regional location made all the difference in the world and you can imagine it's even more different from one brand to another especially when your goals and objectives and the things you're trying to do are are, are different than you know than the others might be doing so um, that's what's so surprising to me is that there aren't the universal truths and it, once it gets us back to the reason we like to let the machines figure these things out in each individual specific context so that we do end up with the best answer for that client. Well, that's that's fascinating. I mean, I think we all search for the magic bullet solution. I think we all know deep down inside it probably doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah always a challenge. <laughs> so one of the things I, I'm really interested in with the use of AI is that um, quite often you're looking um, for conversions in terms of lead generation. Um, and obviously with B2B, it's not just the number of form fills you get, it's actually the quality of those form fills. 
and whether they turn out to be uh, customers, and if they turn out to be customers, maybe how much they spend. I, I'm interested now. How do you deal with that within a, a system that that's tied into the web? Can you understand value of leads? Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the thing. So we have the ability to set multiple objectives on you know each page um, on you know for for the different experiments that you're running. There can be different things that you're you're trying to accommodate accommodate or accomplish on that page. And each one can have its own value. So these things are weighted in different ways. So the high value conversations are more highly prioritized by the systems. Um, and there's you know some really good examples of customers that are sort of simultaneously increasing quality and decreasing quantity at the same time. Um, one that comes to mind is Looker shared a story like this at the Serious Decisions Summit where they were driving 44% more sales qualified leads for the sales team and at the same time decreasing the total quantity of leads that were being passed. So the sales guys were getting more of what they wanted, those qualified leads, and less of what they didn't want. Um, you know, the leads that weren't going to go anywhere. Um, you know, another great example of this is our customer uh, Drift. On their site, their, their biggest traffic page is the Powered By page. Everybody sees the, the Drift bot on different sites and you have the opportunity to click through and see hey, how is this working? And you can see, well, it's powered by this company Drift and what do they do? And on that site, they are um, looking at the data about you and they're able to, to pull in data from different sources, uh, firmographic data and understand, hey, this is someone that's from a large enterprise or it's, this is someone from a small business. And they can quickly, um, we don't change what happens in that Drift bot itself, but we can, there could be multiple ones that are there to serve. And that's in fact what happens where we can lead someone down the path of, for a small business, you know, self-service, you know, free trial. If it's a larger company, let's lead you down the path to talk to sales and, and set up a custom demo for what that uh, might look like there. And so you can, uh, in that case, get those highest quality, highest value, large company leads to the, you know, the human sales selling organization. Um, and at the same time, provide a strong experience for the smaller businesses that are able to come in and, and spin themselves up and figure out, hey, does this work for me or not uh, from the self-service side? Wow, it's, it sounds like we're back to the better results with less effort, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be, and this is where, you know, you'd be a little clever and you think about what's coming and how do we want to divide this and how do we set it up? And then those are the conversations that we have week in, week out with our, you know, conversion rate experts and, and, and that's how we can help these companies accomplish those goals. Cool. I, I, I mean, you said that you don't need huge amounts of traffic, but it feels to me that there's a lot of technology behind this product and also there, there's a lot of manpower. I mean, is this a really expensive technology? Um, we always look at the expensive in terms of, you know, what's the ROI? With every client, we, we look at the opportunity. If we are able to increase conversions on this website by some you know, a reasonable percentage, let's just say 10%, not the, you know, our average that we've seen, but 10%, what does that mean in terms of a business value? And if we can look at that and understand and see opportunities for us to work with them and apply this technology in a, uh, a good way and assure a solid ROI that justifies the business case, um, we feel good about working with those folks. I mean, you can only say an investment is expensive if there's not, you know, a commensurate payback. Right. So um, we're certainly not the, you know, a cheap solution if you're just looking at the, 
you know, price, this is not, uh, um, th this is a significant investment, but you're looking for submit, like game changing, you know, meaningful business results that are gonna come out of this. And, and that's why we think the, the investment is warranted. Uh, you know, the team that pulled this together are the founders of the company used to run, you know, a, a engineering team at Yahoo with hundreds of people that was doing all the machine learning, driving the content personalization when Yahoo was the largest, busiest website on the web. And they've taken those learnings, refined them over the years and built this packaged application that works for smaller volumes, for the more flexible cases uh, that we're working with, uh, using with all these clients that we have today. Um, and it's that kind of unique background and, and experience and pedigree and understanding, you know, what you can do with hundreds of engineers of, with machine learning and, and distilling it into the solution we have today. There is a lot of complexity and technology and, and uh, you know, learning that's baked into this, but that's, that's why we get the results we do. Amazing. And, and do you see AI actually driving the cost down? I mean, presumably the AI will be able to do more and more um, over a period of time. Do you see that um, accessibility to AI tools increasing for marketers? I think it's possible. Um, I, but what I see happening faster is we're getting better in the way we're applying AI and driving better and better results from the, uh, the technology. So we're looking at um, how do we take what we're doing today and learn even faster and, and help companies uh, you know, more quickly identify those highest value leads that we were talking about a minute ago and more quickly achieve the business results that they're going after. And I think um, in our case, we're, I, we're a lot more focused in the conversations with our customers of you know, how far can we push this? How much can we do? How much better results can we get? We don't end up having that conversation about how do you make this cheaper for us? Um, that's not the, the focus of, of where we spend our time. So you're really, it seems you're really focused on the return rather than the investment side. It's, it's like, how can we boost that return for our customers? Oh, yeah. And, you know, where else can we use this and drive value? We find ourselves, I mentioned it, you know, an example earlier where we're working in, you know, across multiple brands and multiple countries. That's, you know, sometimes we expand, we'll work with a core demand gen team as well as their ABM team and a separate project. And, um, there are ways to apply this. You know, the person that's spending all that money running digital ads to all the get people to these landing pages, that might be a different team that's running the core corporate website, but both are amazing places to deploy this capability. And, uh, you know, if you're sweating because you spent all these dollars to get people <laughs> to those landing pages and you're not really getting the, the uh, results you want to see, hey, we'd love to have a conversation about that. that that's great. I mean, I think, you, you know, to, to summarize, I mean, if people are interested in, um, learning a bit more. How would they learn more about Intellimize and maybe um, investigate whether it's right for them? Well, first thing I would suggest is, of course, just check out our website, Intellimize.com. We've got some, uh, you know, good content there that'll help you understand a little bit more about what we do. There's a nice how it works button you can click on and, and that'll take you through. Um, you know, some of the things that we talked about, lots of good customer examples there as well. Um, we rely really heavily on, to help people understand this on the examples that are, you know, are the great marketers that we get to work with are, are achieving today. Um, there's an email list you can sign up for to, you know, keep in touch. And of course, if you're um, serious about talking to sales or moving more quickly and really investigating the potential for your business, there's, there's the uh, request demo opportunity and we'll 
we'll set up something that's customized uh, to what you might need and, and what you're looking to do. That's amazing. Um, this has been fascinating. I, I could talk for, for hours, actually. It, 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 there's so many examples you've given that were so interesting, but is there anything you feel I've uh, forgotten to ask or anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? Um, no, I think we covered a whole lot of things. I mentioned before a little bit about you know the traffic and what's required, so uh, hopefully that's helpful for people that are thinking if this is a fit for them. I can also say we work primarily with you know B2B organizations, a lot of them SaaS companies and e-commerce companies today. Um, and uh, you know so that's where we have the the most experience and the and the best examples. We're you know moving beyond that, but uh, hopefully that's helpful for people to understand, hey, is this a, a fit and and uh, what would make sense for them in terms of you know connecting with us? That's great. That, that's really helpful. I mean, I guess lastly, if anyone's been interested by what you've said, whether it's about Intellimize or uh, about flying jets, um, <laughs> what would be the best way for people to get hold of you or contact you? Yeah, I'm just Chris at Intellimize.com, and uh, would love to uh, pick up the conversation uh, there. Thanks so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been a, a fascinating half hour. So thank you very much for being a guest on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Mike. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing B2B Tech. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast application. If you'd like to know more, please visit our website at napierb2b.com or contact me directly on LinkedIn.